Hey everyone, welcome to Past Lives and the Divine. I'm Gina, the host of this podcast, and today I have a client session for you to listen in on. In this client session, the first thing that you hear is us stepping into the first memory that this client, Sarah, um, was experiencing from this past life. So as usual, I skip over the induction and I cut out a lot of pauses So just for ease of listening, and I just always like to remind everybody of that because if you're a client of hypnosis someday, if you're a facilitator of hypnosis sessions, I never want someone to listen to this and feel like a long pause during a session isn't something that happens. It's definitely totally normal, um, especially when uh, this session, this type of session, this type of exploration is new to someone, it's completely normal for there to be pauses, especially um, in the areas of like energetic healing and block removal. There's usually a lot of pauses in that area, even for someone who is incredibly experienced with or knowledgeable of, you know, just traveling in that altered state. Just a little reminder, if you're brand new to this, wanting to know more about a specific, like how is a past life regression session put together, make sure to check out episode three of this podcast, Anatomy of a Past Life Regression, and you can find that link in the show notes. So the intention for this session was to have an experience to help this client, Sarah, understand, release, heal, patterns, traumas, residues from past lives. And with that intention, we went in and she experienced a past life where she was able to really understand and remove a block in one of her primary relationships in this life. During this session, as we're understanding this block before we remove it, it comes up as anger, it comes up as like this cage inside of her. And I just want to remind you, if you identify with any part of this story, if you feel like, ooh, I have anger too, then I would encourage you, if you wanted to take this a little bit farther beyond entertainment, and entertainment is more than enough, but if you feel like you maybe share some of these, I don't know, issues, threads, however you want to call them, when we're doing the energetic release in this session, if you wanted to, you could observe how that anger or any similar feelings feel in your body and imagine that leaving your body. And you could imagine it in the same way client, this client, Sarah, is imagining it in her session or if your mind kind of takes you somewhere else. But just a reminder that hypnosis and the space, the altered state that is the hypnotic trance is so profound and can be so clarifying and so healing and You don't have to have a full-on session to get that healing. You could get healing just from listening. You could get healing from your own visualization and tuning into your own body. And I just wanted to say that reminder again. I don't think I say it enough, but anytime you're listening to a past life regression and you hear that, Mm. uh, an emotional release, some sort of block release, energetic clearing, you can always visualize it and take some of that healing for yourself as well. A couple of other things I want to call out. She, in this session, after the past life scenes, 
when I was asking questions to her higher self and her spirit guides just about, you know, kind of connecting the dots between why did we see this past life and then asking some questions based on what Sarah was looking for in this session. One of the things that came up that is pretty common, actually, is this idea of using creativity, using art, using creation in general as a way to like flow energy, to move anger, to move sadness, to harness our power, to experience our power, to give our soul a really nourishing break from like all the traumatizing ways that life on earth can get to us. And as I sit here recording this, having just listened to and edited this session for you, I'm not sure if Sarah is an artist, if she would consider herself an artist, but whether she does or not, this is something that spirit guides remind us of all the time. It's like, you don't have to be like a capital A artist or even really good at art or any sort of creative expression to do it, whether it's singing, painting, crafting, you know, laying in the grass and appreciating the clouds and letting ideas come to you in slow times. Like these are all ways that we create with that creation, that power, that essence, that energy that runs through us from our highest source, from our highest source within ourselves and just within the universe. And we don't have to be exceptionally gifted in that area necessarily to get those benefits. So just a reminder that if you hear that, like this creativity or even just like one of the things Sarah's spirit guides in this session remind her to do is like sing. And I asked like, what does that look like for Sarah? And it was just like sing in the car. And I think that that is just such a great reminder that as adults, we often feel like I'm not good at that, so we don't do it. Or that doesn't make money, so we don't do it. Or that's not productive, and so we don't do it. And regardless if that stuff is true or not, our souls, our minds, the way we feel in life on earth, it feels better when we're accessing that creativity, that natural creation and expression and appreciation that we have within us. And it seems productive and we're trained to believe that, you know, if we're going to use it, it should be something that's a part of our job or a way to make money or to directly influence people around us. And this is just the reminder that it doesn't have to be official, just you being in creativity, whatever that means for you. Um, is beneficial for you. And this is actually a theme that came up for me a lot at the beginning of this year. I'm still going through it on some level, and it actually came up in kinship. And in kinship, as a part of kinship in 2023, I share a weekly card reading for the members. And a lot of that has been coming up of just like this idea of nourishing yourself and how often uh, those conversations lead to participating in creative or artistic things, whether it's drawing or, you know, digging around in your garden or walking through a plant store and putting together your own planter. Or if that means, you know, you're actually painting, putting brush on canvas with paint, whatever that means to you, 
And if you feel like, man, that feels good, but I don't have that, then I think your next step is to get curious about how that shows up in your life. It's our birthright. It's a big part of how we're here. Expressing our soul in this life is that creation and it can be incredibly nourishing. Well, and it is incredibly nourishing. And all we have to do is be in the space and be in the experience of it. One more thing I'll say before we get started. If you're a kinship member, Sarah, the client in this session, is a kinship member. So if you're a kinship member, this is a little announcement to my kin. If you listen to this and have a question for Sarah, have a question for me, drop it in the WhatsApp group and we'll chat about it. Oh, I lied. This is for sure the last thing I'll say before we get into it. She had a surprise visit at the end from um, two puppies, two of her fur babies, which I just love when we can connect with loved ones on the other side. And of course, I feel strongly about our pets and our four-legged babies, our fur babies. So that was a really cool treat. And I hope you appreciate that. And if you are longing for your fur babies or loved ones on the other side, episode 32 of Past Lives in the Divine is a hypnotic journey to you know, extend that invitation in hope of creating that space and connecting with loved ones on the other side. So if that's something that interests you, definitely go check out episode 32. Okay, are you ready? Gather around the fire for this past life regression. Just allowing the details to settle in, become more vibrant and clear. And whenever you're ready, let me know, are you inside or outside? I'm outside. Good. So just be in the space outside and maybe you get a sense of whether you feel like you're in motion or if you're in one spot doing one thing. I'm standing and looking. Okay. Good. Do you get a sense of what you're looking for? I'm looking at a small cabin. It feels cozy. What do you know about that cabin, whether it's who lives there or what happens there or if you've been there before? I think it's my home. Okay. There's lots of trees around. It feels remote. Okay. Do you get the sense of whether you live here alone or if you live here with anyone? I don't know. Okay. And when I ask this question, Just allow a number to come into your mind or a range of numbers, but do you get a sense of your age? I think I'm somewhere in my 20s. Okay. And do you get a sense of your gender? I'm a female. Okay. I think I'm wearing a long dress. And the name Serena keeps popping into my head. Oh, what was the name? Sabrina. Okay, good. 
So if you were to kind of look around your home, this space around your home, this cabin, what else do you know about this area? It feels pretty remote, like there's no one near. Okay. Like it's my special place. I'm comfortable here. I feel safe. Okay. So do you get a sense of what you're doing right now? Are you just standing looking at your home? Or are you working on something or... I think I'm just standing outside and I'm looking at the woods and I'm looking at my home. It's like um, early evening. Ah. I like how the trees look against the kind of darker, darker sky. It's not complete yeah. night, but what? What's your feeling inside? Is it a space of neutrality? Do you feel content? Are you curious about the trees or just appreciating it? Are you worried about anything? How do you feel here? I feel content. I feel like I enjoy the the beauty that's around me. Mm. Good. So let's move now to another scene in this past life. And on the count of three, you'll be there. One, two, and three. Moving to another scene in this past life, just allowing the details to come in. Getting a sense of maybe if you feel older or younger than the previous scene or if you feel like you're inside or outside and whenever you're ready, just let me know what you're aware of. I feel like I'm inside, but I don't know where I am. Okay. So do you get a sense of kind of the position of your body? If you're inside, are you in bed? Are you sitting in a chair? Are you standing at a counter or a table? What do you know about your, yeah. I'm in a bedroom and sitting on the bed. Okay, good. I feel maybe a bit older. Maybe my 30s. Okay. Is this your bed? I think so. I feel kind of lonely. Okay. Like I'm waiting for someone, but there's no one. Okay. Feel into that a little bit. And do you get the sense that it's that you want someone in your life? Or was there someone who left? and may or may not be coming back. What do you know about that feeling? Is there anything else there that comes up? Like I'm missing someone. Okay, good. Makes me really sad. Yeah, just feel it. Just let it come up and out. Yeah. 
even just feeling these trapped emotions, these stuck emotions can make us feel lighter. And so just be in it, just feel it, let it come up and out. Just be with it, knowing that you're totally safe. So feeling that emotion, and as you feel that emotion, just observe anything else that comes up relative to that emotion, whether it's a memory, memories of someone, a memory of something, or even just a feeling or an inkling. But just whenever you're ready, just feel that emotion. And if anything comes up in your awareness about it, just let me know. Take your time. I feel like it was my my husband or my my boyfriend or some mm-hmm. my romantic interest or something. Okay. I don't know what happened to him. I know he's gone and now I'm alone. It feels okay. scared and just so sad. Do you get the sense how he left? Was it because he wanted to, or did he have an unavoidable obligation? I think Do you it, know anything else? I think it might have been his work or what he did. Okay. Something happened and coming back. And do you get the sense that its location? and miles that keep you apart, or did he die? I feel like he died. Okay. I feel like he was far away and he died. Okay. So sitting here on this bed, imagine yourself like you're hitting fast forward on a remote control. And just allow this scene, this time to forward. And just forward this scene until something changes. Whether you leave the room, something changes inside of you, something changes around you. Just let me know what happens next. I feel like I'm older now. I feel... I feel like I'm still alone, but I just am. Like I don't feel happy. I don't feel sad. I feel just kind of a little numb, I guess. I'm tired. Okay. Okay. I feel like I'm still in my, my cabin. And I just do what I normally do. What do you know about what you normally do? I don't know. I feel like I I, I do something in my cabin. I, I keep busy. Okay. I think I just am doing the daily things to survive. I'm taking care of my home and making food for myself. I think maybe 
have a garden or something and I'm preserving food or canning or making things. It feels very small, like there's not a lot of purpose to it outside of just keeping myself going and making sure that I that I need to survive. My hair is gray now though. So let's move now to another scene in this past life. And on the count of three, you'll be there. One, two, and three. Moving to another scene in this past life and just allowing the details to come in. What are you aware of in this scene? I'm outside in the woods again. I'm younger again. Okay. I'm like that net 20s. I feel like I'm gathering supplies around my cottage. How do you feel as you do this? Are you what I enjoy doing? Okay. I feel a purpose in it using the land and the things around me. Okay. I think I make things like salves or something. Okay. I use the I use the plants around me. Okay. Use the earth. But it's just for me. I'm not I'm not doing it for anyone else, just for me. Okay. At this time in your life, in this scene, do you get the sense, do you share any parts of your life with anyone? Or is this the majority of your life alone? I feel like this is the majority of my life. I might have a, a few people that I interact with, like maybe friends or people that are near, but I don't feel like there's, there's a lot of space around my cabin. Like if there are people near, they're pretty far away. Okay. Feels very secluded. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't think anyone taught me. I feel like I just know. I feel like I have a closeness to the earth and just a knowing of how to use the herbs and the plants. So sink into that knowing. Even if you don't necessarily get the details, but imagine yourself following, trusting, allowing that knowing to come into you about the plants, about the earth around you, what you need, how you can use it. And maybe you get a sense, a physical sensation or an emotion or any other kind of energetic sensation around you. What does it feel like when you're looking for plants or gathering things that you're going to use? This feeling of just knowing. No one trained you. You just know how to use the herbs and the land around you. 
What does that feel like? It feels like it's in my chest. I feel it expanding. I feel kind of like a pressure, but also like the knowing is bigger, expands me outwards. Mm. Kind of like when you're proud and you puff up your chest. Yeah. It feels warm. It feels good. I feel like joy and curiosity and a sense of accomplishment. Good. So just allow that feeling to be within you and really focus on it. And as you're with that feeling, see if you can even turn it up like you're turning up the volume dial. You can turn up the feeling, maybe the texture, the temperature. Maybe there's a visual that goes with it. But just really be in that feeling reintegrating that feeling, that knowing, that confidence within your mind, body, and soul. So just being with it, soaking yourself in it. What else are you aware of in this scene? I feel like that feeling is in my heart and my throat chakras and it glows like a golden yellow in my heart and like oh, a bluish wow. purple on my throat yeah oh beautiful yeah just take that feeling take that visual take that knowing with you it makes me so proud and I know that it's different not everyone has that I feel very connected yes good just reigniting that reopening it reconnecting <laughs> you with that in this life I feel like I block it in this life and I don't know why and you know what we're not even going to think about that right now we're just going to enjoy this yeah just enjoy it because <clears throat> it's there it's yours, and we'll figure out how to get even more of this. And just know that you feeling this is reintegrating this feeling into your being, into your life experience. Yeah, so just feel it, imagine it, and feel that pride and that confidence. Yeah, I'm skipping ahead for some reason, but when I was out gathering, I think that's how I met my my husband or whatever. Yeah, follow that upon, memory. I think he stumbled upon my cottage and he was hurt or there was something wrong with him and I helped him. Oh, Wow. Be in that scene, be in that knowing, be in that memory of helping him. I just, I wanted to help heal him and I don't know how he found me. I feel like it's 
like it's meant to be. Yeah, yeah. A connection and then a knowing. <clears throat> like yeah. he was brought to me. What do you know about him? Whether it's how he makes you feel or how he views the world or what you love about him. What what else do you know about him? I, I'm, I feel comfortable with him, but kind of giddy. Like I'm excited to see, like I remember him from another life or something. He feels comfortable. He's... <clears throat> he feels um, easygoing. He's got a sense of humor and a charm. And he has a like a childlike wonder, but he also seems like grounded and stable, and it's really smart. Like he knows how to protect himself. And he would know how to protect me. The name John is popping into my head. As I'm healing him, he stays with me and we laugh and have fun. And it just feels easy. Yeah, just be with him. <clears throat> be. What else are you aware of? It just feels like I didn't know I would have that in this life. And I'm just pleasantly surprised. I wasn't expecting anything. I didn't. I was just going with the flow of my life and content with what I was doing and just being happy. And so to have him brought to me feels special mm. yeah he stays with me for I think of weeks or a month okay and we just get into a rhythm of being together and the connection that we have I think we both know that it's special I think he's a little older than me. Maybe a few years older than me. Okay. And he has leave to go back to do whatever his work is. And does he leave? I think that's when he doesn't come back. Okay. I think we were only together for a short time and I remember that he that I I've known him before and I was excited to see him again and happy yeah. and I think having him taken from me is like something being taken away that I didn't even know I would have. Yeah, yeah. I feel angry. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that in this life, and now I'm dealing with the 
angerness of something being taken away that I didn't even know that I would get. Be with that anger. Where do you feel that in your body? I feel it in my gut, like my solar plexus. Yeah. And my, my sacral and root. So when you feel that anger there, what's underneath that anger? Is there a fear or a belief? What fuels that anger? Is it just that you don't have them anymore? Is it something else? I feel like we were, it was given to me and then ripped away. Feel angry because I was happy with how my life was going to be and I was content. Ah, yeah. And something given to me that I don't think I had planned for or wanted. And then it was taken away and it feels very unfair. feel angry. I feel yeah. bitter. I feel like, why show that to me and give that to me? Just take it away. Yeah. To yeah. take them away. Yeah, feel it. Be with it. Let it out. Just be with that feeling right now, that anger. I feel it like inside of me, up into my throat and in my chest. Yeah. So imagine it coming from the depths of your root your sacral and your solar plexus and this anger, this sadness, this unfairness, just imagine it coming up and out. Let it come up and out through your breath, through your tears. Just allow it to be seen when emotions aren't acknowledged. When we feel like we shouldn't be feeling them, then we don't. So just allow that anger to be felt. It is justified. What else comes to mind about this anger? Is it getting bigger or changing or in any way? I think I'm just kind of shutting it down and out, feel. I think that my my view was that I had a purpose in this life and I wasn't expecting that. And now I feel like it distracted me from my purpose, but it's all, all I can think about. And so in order to get back on, on track with what I was doing, I just have to shove it down and lock it away. Ah. Okay. I know that it's oh. not healthy. It's not good for me. I don't feel the same connection that I had because I've closed myself off. Mm. Like I've lost that, that joy and connection with the earth and what I was doing. And then when I age and I'm older, I'm just going through the motions like I've lost my spark, I've lost my 
my confidence, yeah. my pride. Just waiting until I die. Okay. And I hate that. Yeah. I don't want to live in the anger, but I feel like it's either anger or numbness. Oh. So we'll come back to this feeling, this anger in, in a little bit. But for now, let's move now to that final scene in this past life. And on the count of three, you'll be there. One, two, and three. Moving to the final scene in this past life. Knowing that you're totally safe, just observing what comes into your knowing, your awareness. In, in my cabin, I'm old. Okay. I've got long gray hair. I'm crouched on the floor. And it's my heart. I think my heart is giving out or I'm having okay. a heart attack or something like that. It's it hurts and it's hard to breathe, but I know. Okay. I know it's time. I'm alone. Okay. So let's fast forward this scene just through the time that your soul leaves that body and take your time doing that. And when your soul has left that body and it's just kind of hanging around that scene, that life, just say, okay. Okay. Good. Good. So as your soul leaves that body and you become aware you're dying, what are your thoughts? What are you thinking as your soul leaves that body? I feel sad. I feel sad that the second half of my life was not fulfilling my purpose. I think that my weakness was giving into that anger instead of being thankful for the joy and the love that I had in that short amount of time. Ah, I think I should have used that to full to fuel my work and my purpose to raise my my energy and my connection with the earth and with myself. Yeah. Like I gave in to the weakness of the anger mm. and then the numbness. <clears throat> I feel regret about that. When you think of that regret, just feel into it and maybe a memory, an example of something specific that you would have done differently. You said you, you feel like you gave into the weakness of anger and numbness. What would that have looked like in daily practice? If you did one thing, what would you have done differently? Does anything come to mind when you think of that? Yeah, I think um, after I knew he wasn't coming back, I didn't properly grieve. And I didn't connect to the earth. I think that I should have done some sort of ritual. And instead, mm -hmm. I just clung to the the feelings I was so overwhelmed with the feelings and I, I think I slipped into it instead of relying on my my ritual and practice 
I think that I need to have some sort of grieving ceremony or something. Mm. And then I just didn't. So I just started to go through motions like I let part of me go with him instead of keeping myself whole. Yeah. Is there anything in that life that you look back on that you were proud of? Yeah, the the knowledge and knowing that I had, the work that I did, I was proud of how when he came, how I opened myself to him. I think that I it wasn't guarded. I was just open and able to give myself and leave. So in that life, the anger you felt, it was kind of like solar plexus, sacral root, and then it grew and it came up. Do you get the sense, were you able to release it with that memory, bringing the unconscious to the conscious? Or do you still feel that anger inside of you? I still feel it. Yeah. What does it feel like? It feels like, like a, it feels hot and it feels dark. And I feel like I have these like metal claws cage holding it all in inside of myself. Just how keep it in, keep it. Yeah. How I protect myself and protect others. But it's hurting me more than helping me. Yeah. And so before we release this, and as you feel it, know that you're totally safe. Is there anything else? that you can do in your life as Sarah that would help protect you in a way that's maybe better than this anger, this hot, dark, kind of like stuck in a metal cage within you. Is that helping to protect you? Or I guess maybe that's where we should start is how does that protect you in what ways? I think about it. It makes me feel safe, but I know that's not true. Like I, the person that I want to be in my soul, my natural way of being was like her before. But yeah. I feel like the shutdown and the, it feels too scary. I don't want to be hurt. Yeah. But I know I'm just hurting myself. And I'm hurting those around me. I think that John, who I was married to, I think is my husband now. Mm. Mm. I feel like I know him and I connect him and I know that we've lived many lives together, but losing him in that life, I feel like I hold a part of myself back from him in this life. Ah. And okay. I know it wasn't his fault. I'm not angry with him. I'm more angry with myself that I had opened myself up and was hurt. But I know that open 
self that that's who I am. Yes. I don't want to be shut. I don't want to be closed off. I want so to be no, open and free. Yeah. Okay. Good. So let's do this. Know that you have the ability to protect and ground and connect yourself. And so when we release this, this anger, this, you know, trapped in this cage, I want you to know that you have all the power to truly protect yourself and remain open. And we'll talk more about that when we're done. But as you think of releasing that, what feels natural? Do you want maybe some light to come in to dissolve it and flush it away? Do you want a magnet to pull it out? Do you want someone to take it out for you? Whatever pops into your imagination, how do you want to get this off and out of you? I'm worried about the metal. I don't know. I feel like it's so ingrained inside of me that it's going to be to get out. Let me think about it. Yeah, think about it. Take your time. Just observe it and see, see what would feel right. I think I want it to burn. Yeah. So knowing that every body part, everything in your energetic field that is yours, that is your birthright, that is serving your highest and greatest good will not be harmed by that. And so I want burns I'll rise from the ashes. Yes. Oh my God. I love that. Okay. So imagine that going down. Maybe you want to allow a ritual kind of short ceremony. Maybe you just want to envision it happening. But whenever it's been burned, know that those flames transmuted into a higher frequency of love and healing. And so just with a match. Yes. So light it up and then allow it to burn. And you just let me know when it's totally burned up and take your time, go as slow as you need to breathe, visualize. There's a tricky part around my heart doesn't want to burn. What do you think it needs? I think we need to let part out. Okay. It's like around my just just gonna reach in pull it out yes okay it's done good yes and so now Sarah I want you to imagine that healing light from above coming in through the crown of your head And moving to that space that once held the cage, all that metal, all that anger. And that space is being filled with this healing light from above. 
and it's filling the space, nurturing it, hydrating it, making your heart space, your chakras even more beautiful and balanced than they were before. And this light fills that space and it brings a sense of openness and freedom. And when that space is filled, imagine, sense, feel, know that that light overflows, continues to pour into you, into that space that held the cage and overflows into the rest of your body, mind, and soul. And just allow this light to balance you, heal you, and know that every day that goes by, it's going to be easier and easier for you to feel this shift, the shift within you, the release of the anger. You'll be able to see and feel and know your intuition and your life even more clearly. And you'll be filled with a sense of purpose because of it. And so now I want you to think of, I'm going to repeat back to you something you said, Sarah, and you can tell me if you feel like this has been healed or if we want to kind of go looking for it. And so when you think of, you had mentioned, I hold a part of myself back in this life. And you had said it in response to your partner today in your life as Sarah. And maybe it happens in other relationships too. But this part of you that you hold back, is that a part of you that's able to come forward now with the release of that cage? I think so, but it's out of practice. It's a little, a little scared still. Yeah. And do you get a visual or characteristics? Like, does it feel like a little blob of energy in that area? Does it just feel like a foreign feeling you can't feel? What does that kind of little bit of out of practice feeling feel like within you? It feels like a, a blob that's still stuck in my, my chest and my back. Okay. Okay. So when I shrink you- it with a light. Oh, yes. You know what to do, Sarah. Good, good. So shrink it with that light. Know that it's transmuting it into a higher frequency of love and healing. Yeah. And just say, okay, whenever that feels complete. Okay. Good. And so I want you to imagine that light filling that space again that once held that blob. And that light fills that space with energy, with light that is the fertile ground in which you will get to know this part of yourself again. This part of yourself that you share with others. This part of yourself, as it grows and gains strength, you'll feel more and more open and free because of it. And every day that'll get easier and easier, effortlessly and automatically. And so now 
as you reflect back on that past life, just sending love and gratitude to everyone who was in that life with you, including yourself. And now let's take the lessons, leave the suffering behind, and we're going to move now to that space of spiritual guidance. And so now moving on to this space of spiritual guidance, my first question for Sarah's spirit guides and higher self is why was she shown this past life at this time? It was the biggest impact to what she struggles with now. Ah, yeah. It's kind of a, the missing piece of why she is the way she is. Okay. Why she feels the, the barriers she feels in her relations. And so when it comes to those barriers in Sarah's relationships, is that something that will slowly be worn down because of this experience? Or is there something that she can do to help herself feel that, that way more often? Now that she knows, I think it'll help her come to peace. But she'll need to practice. She'll need to focus on heart and her throat chakra. That, that feeling and the... Yes. the color, the confidence, yeah. and seek it out. What would be a good way for Sarah to do that? Is that something she should do every day? Is that something she could do once a month? What does that look like? What's the best practice for her? I think as often as possible. Okay. I think the, she needs to make it a priority life it's tied to her art and creating she needs to create more and find more opportunity to create and when she's creating she needs to focus on those two chakras and the colors and ah. be intentional with it yeah she needed to know that she's always had the power it's always there. Yeah. She just needs to open herself up and claim it. It's tied to her, her creating. Good. Okay. So when Sarah thinks of opening herself up and claiming her power, what would be a situation in which she would claim her power. So maybe something, a memory will pop in your mind, Sarah, of a time when you could have done it or you didn't, or you did do it. Uh, or maybe it's just an idea that comes in your head of a way you could really claim your power. But what does that mean in practice for Sarah? Um, it's, it's constant. It's the knowing, but it's also that feeling yeah. She's constantly been to the power. And it's okay. tied to that. I think she was thinking of it more in her gut and her solar and root 
but yeah. it's actually tied to her heart and her throat. Oh, okay. And Good. I, she just wasn't looking in the right place. Ah, God. That's why she's been having heartburn. <laughs> ah, <laughs> body speaks the mind. Yeah. So are there any other reasons why Sarah was shown this past life at this time? I mean, that's a big reason. Um, many reasons wrapped up as one. Anything else she needs to know? It's just that the power is there. She was born with the power. She's always had the power, the knowing. Yeah. And the, the tie to the earth. I think the, the wood are a special reminder. Yeah. But that it's there and she just needs to tap into it. She needs to know it's there. And so every day it'll get easier and easier for you to tap into it and not only tap into it, but be consciously aware that that's what you are doing. That's what you have been doing. And you'll be able to gain confidence and self-trust even more every time you see yourself operating in your power. And it happens all day, every day, effortlessly and automatically. The biggest key was when she's tapping into it, she was trying to tap in through her gut, but she needs oh. to tap in through her heart and throat. Yeah. Okay. Good. The knowing comes to her heart. Ah. And then it, comes out her throat or through the, the creating. Yeah, that's beautiful. Bringing it into the third dimension. So my next question for Sarah's spirit guides and higher self is, I don't want to make any assumptions. So if we've already covered it, um, you can just say that. But we, Sarah has, feels like she's on a path. She's on the verge of unlocking her power but she felt like there was a missing piece, almost felt blindfolded. Has this been dissolved or is there anything else that we can do or that Sarah can do in the future on her own to get this missing piece or always stay connected so she doesn't ever feel like there's a missing piece in the future? She, she knows um, that we uncovered the kind of the muddiness of, of this past life tied to this current life. Okay. And the, the reasons why, but she knows too, she needs to meditate. She's not been disciplined. She needs to meditate and tap it through that heart and throat more. Okay. To be open to the messages and to be open to the power but she needs to make the time, prioritize the time. Is there anything else that Sarah has done in the past or could do uh, in the future? Anything along with meditation or even just expanding our perception on what meditation is, but is there anything else she can do to help tap into that without just kind of sitting in one spot meditating? Or is that the ticket for her? That's pivot. The other part is when she's 
creating. So when she's drawing or painting or using her creative outlet to be intentional with it, she goes into a, a meditative state during that time. Yeah. It, it feels side of the current time and place she's in. It's like time is suspended when she's creating. Yeah. She felt that in the past life too when she was making making things with her with the plants. Good. Singing. She should sing more. Ah. It helps her throat stay open. Yeah. Good. And is there like a singing practice that Sarah does? Or does that just come? (laughs) Yeah. In the car. (laughs) Good. Good. Yeah. Any kind of singing, I like it. So know that that is your connection to your power. So if you feel stuck, connect to your power. If you feel lost, connect to your power. If you feel frustrated or angry, know that those are all ways that you connect to your power so you can see things differently. You can take different action. You can help yourself. And that'll get easier and easier every single day as you feel more and more confidence, more and more trust in your power and your journey. So my next question for Sarah's spirit guides and higher self has to do with a memory. When she was a in between seven and 10 years old, she was laying in bed and felt a finger poke into her back. And it feels like since then, or every once in a while since then, Sarah feels like she's carrying some kind of energy there. What can she know about that experience? And then how she feels like she's carrying energy in that area, whether they're related or not. What can she know about those things? It, it was us. We were... <laughs> We were there trying to tell her that she's safe and protected and that we're watching her back. Oh my God, that's so cool. It made her scared though. and We didn't mean to make her scared. What else are you aware of here? Just the... As a child, she was very scared when we were trying to protect her and be safe. Yeah. And that that scared child is still in there sometimes. So when she's feeling that that fear and that her back is vulnerable, it's her tapping into that inner child that she needs to heal. Ah. What can she do to heal that? Is that something we can do right now? Or is that like a daily practice? Or I think we can start now. Okay. So, Sarah, do you have something in mind that would feel good to help um, 
when you feel like your back is vulnerable, when you feel like that inner child has been triggered or scared, is there anything that comes to mind right away that would help you um, help to kind of release that? Or should we dig around a little more? What I'm hearing and feeling is that I need to paint it blue and green. I need to imagine painting my back blue green. And that's, that's the healing and the protection. Oh, so let's do that right now. Sarah, I want you to imagine yourself painting blue and green. Maybe you can feel it, sense it, understand how that shifts things in your body, your mind, your soul, your perspective. And just say, okay, when that feels complete. Okay. Good. And so with that painted and that healing on your back, this question is for Sarah's spirit guides and higher self. Is this something that she should do every day? Should she just envision painting her back when she feels triggered? Or when that inner child is feeling scared or vulnerable? How can she use this? Or is this just something that she does right now and that should kind of stick? As, as she needs it, she can start the day doing that. Ah, yeah. Okay. And she can use purple too. Her neck and neck needs purple. Or she can imagine doing it when she's feeling scared. Because when she sits, she's defaulting to the insecurities of her inner child instead of stepping into her power stepping into your power instead of defaulting to your inner child while wow, it's yeah yeah what else are you aware of here has anything else come in or does that feel complete that feels good good yeah wow and just know every day that'll get easier and easier for you to not only do feel your inner child being scared And then advocate and protect that inner child by stepping into your power. And so now you know when your inner child is triggered or scared or vulnerable, that is just simply a signal for you to step into your power. And that'll help heal your inner child and help you build confidence and trust in yourself today. And it'll get easier and easier. And one day, You'll remember how you used to always do that. And now it's just automatic. It's just who you are. That'll happen effortlessly and automatically. So before we come back to the present moment, is there anything that Sarah needs to know, whether we've covered it and you just want to affirm it, or maybe it's something completely off topic. Is there anything else that Sarah needs to know before we come back? Just that her her puppies are always with her. She feels them and draws them to her. And they're, oh. they're with her. Oh, yeah. And her current dog sees them too. <laughs> ah, yeah. 
do they have messages for her from the other side? Anything they want her to know from them? Just that you're safe and you're loved and we're yeah. keeping the kids safe, watching over. Yeah. Oh, what a beautiful relationship. You oh, don't need God. to be sad about us. Yeah. What are some of the reasons why Sarah doesn't need to be sad? What can she know about what what her puppies are up to now? You know, they're they're playing together and just doing their, their thing. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Good. She doesn't need to be sad of how they they left. It was the right time and they were, they were they're okay. Yeah. Good. It was more traumatic for her than it was for them, and they were more worried about us than than we were. Wow. What good babies. Good. So before we begin our journey back to the present moment, just send love and gratitude to everyone who is there with you. Your puppies, spirit guides, higher self, any ancestors, any other enlightened beings who guide and protect you, knowing they're always with you and just sending love and gratitude as we move away from the space of guidance and closer and closer to the here and now. There it is. That is our episode for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. As always, take anything that makes your load lighter and just leave the rest. <laughs>